Hi there, this is Philip. Welcome to Leave the Bubble. Leave the Bubble is a weekly podcast where we talk about expanding our comfort zones, embracing challenges and changes, both in our personal and professional lives, as well as overall personal growth. I do my best in breaking down the most important points of each topic and talk about how we can implement each learning in our day-to-day. I also share my failures and successes and hope that you can learn something from my personal experiences as well. All in the hope for us to continuously leave our bubbles. All right, everyone, let's do this. How are you guys feeling today? As always, I'm hoping you're doing well, I'm hoping you're happy, that you're healthy, and of course that you're having a fantastic week so far. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. Let me tell you, today we have a great one. As some of you know, for the past year I've been working full-time after my graduation, which in addition to a steep learning curve and naturally a somewhat different daily routine, (laughs) also comes with great experiences. One of which is the following. You see, not too long ago, I actually went on a business trip with some work colleagues for roughly about a week. We flew out to this beautiful destination. We had phenomenal after-work activities, you know, late-night drinks at the fancy hotel rooftop bar. But of course, as you might expect at a business trip, We also had a solid program of workshops and presentations throughout the day to get through. But one of the highlights of this trip, which brings me to the main topic of this episode, was the keynote speaker that we invited, who was going to tell us all about this famous system he invented to become a better version of himself. You know, he did a fantastic job in captivating our attention for roughly 90 minutes, which is pretty much a tall order. And he definitely managed to change also most of our initial perspective, you know, from having to sit there and listen to this speech because, you know, it was part of the program, (laughs) to actually being involved in paying attention to what he had to say. Of course, his actual speaking skills had a lot to do with it. I mean, let's be honest, this is what you expect from a professional speaker. But what truly hooked me, actually, was his story. You know, he went on to tell us about this incredible tale of how he and his father built this pretty successful business within a quite profitable niche. He told us about the astonishing figure his startup was being valued as and all about the lavishing and luxurious lifestyle that followed. He was truly living the high life and for him, of course, there was no going down from where he was. However... (laughs) Just like Icarus, also he flew a little too close to the sun and everything went crashing down, resulting in him losing everything. You know, he had to move out of his apartment to move back in with his parents. He lost all of his money, all of his social status and prestige. And to top it all off, his girlfriend decided she didn't quite love that struggling version of him and left the poor guy single. So yeah, there you have it. I mean, it's a Hollywood-worthy story depicting the highest highs and the lowest lows. Naturally, this was all just the setup so that he could move on to the actual reason of why we invited him in the first place, which is, you know, the story of how he dug himself out of the hole with his system and made a better version of himself and so on. Again, it was a truly exceptional, fascinating, and interesting keynote to listen to. And I wasn't the only one to think that. But... I did start to wonder one thing, and one thing in particular. 
you know, I'm 99% confident that not everything this guy told us happened exactly as he says it did. I mean, I'm sure he highlighted some nuances and left out others for storytelling purposes, which is perfectly fine, by the way. But all in all, the skeleton of the story, you know, the actual facts of him being this hugely successful entrepreneur, then going on to lose everything, and then building his life back up from scratch, must have somewhat been true. Otherwise, I'm guessing he wouldn't have been able to build a credible, long-term, and yeah, let's be honest, successful keynote speaking career in the first place. But you know, most of us in the audience did leave inspired and wondered how we could apply certain steps he introduced us to in our own, well, dare I say, normal lives. Some were even astounded, saying things like, whoa, what a life, huh? Or, that's crazy, you don't hear that every day. Or even, dang, what a lucky guy to have experienced this and be able to make money off of it. And these ones really struck a nerve, especially the last one. Because that initial question I had still didn't let go of me. Do we have to be exceptional to inspire? Do we have to have lived something so extraordinary to be able to encourage others in listening to our story? Or do we have to have achieved something so special and so tremendous, something that nearly nobody, if anybody, ever has achieved to impress and stimulate our audience, regardless if it's an actual audience or if it's our family or friends? You know, the more I thought about this, surprisingly, the more absurd this question turned out to be. (laughs) I mean, come on, can you only be inspired every once in a while if you listen to someone talking on stage about some crazy thing they did? Or the only reason that you're inspired is because you watched a YouTube video or you watched a movie or a documentary about this unique thing that happened in some remote place on Earth? I mean, come on, really? There has to be another way. I mean, there just has to. I honestly refuse to accept the premise that only unique circumstances and distinguished individuals get to ignite a spark within us. You know, so I started wondering, well, in addition to those tremendous feats, which, let's be fair, do inspire, what else could? Or even better and maybe more applicable, what am I moved by? And maybe also on a subconscious level. This question drove me to start thinking about this quite deeply and for a prolonged period of time. And so far, I have found three overarching hierarchies of inspiration that consistently evoke a sort of awakening within me. Those three categories are courage, creativity, and consistency. My three inspiring C's, if you will. Now, note that I just said overarching hierarchies and not nouns in and of themselves. Let me tell you why. Let's start with the first one, courage. You know, courage stands for so much than just a sort of bravado or fearlessness, which, let's be honest, is what most people firstly associate with the word. Now, to me, courage represents a lot more. It represents venturing into the unknown you know, leaving your comfort zone. It even and especially represents it when you do it at risk of failure or embarrassment. Courage also exemplifies standing up for others when they can't do it themselves. But it also takes so much courage to be humble. Showing humility 
modesty and grace and defeat takes a lot of character and therefore in my book automatically courage you know to own your mistakes and the consequences that were born from your decisions and you accepting the aftermath without cowering away or looking for excuses yeah when i see courage like that it inspires me deeply the second of my inspiring seeds is creativity <laughs> man how i love creativity. I love creative people. I love creative products, creative results, all of it. And especially its many shapes and sizes it comes in. You see, to me, creativity isn't just imagination, inventiveness, or ingenuity, which, by the way, is awesome. <laughs> it takes a lot of creativity just to be funny in general. To see or hear something during an interaction with someone and then cracking a joke in the middle of your conversation with them because you creatively connected the dots to something they mentioned earlier, man, I love that. Also, you know, I love being inspired by clever, positive, funny people I can laugh with together and automatically view the world from a different and more positive angle with them. But I'm also inspired by the creativity that surrounds us all the time. I mean, just look at the huge cranes helping build skyscrapers hundreds of meters into the sky or the fast cars speeding down the highway. I mean, take a look at the brilliant electronic devices we can hold in the palm of our hands. I mean, that's creativity. To come up with solutions like that, that's insane. But also look around you when you leave the city. The beautiful colors that countless animals come in how they build their individual habitats in so many different environments, just merely out of genetic intuition. I mean, the spectacular array of nature's diversity is absolutely astonishing. Man, nature is super creative as well, and we can draw so much from that. I mean, they're just, yeah, it blows my mind. And lastly, I'm always inspired by consistency. And <laughs> let me tell you, consistency is so difficult, especially to me. But I mean, consistency not just in the sense of perseverance, which, like I just said, is a tremendous feat in and of itself, but holding on to that grind, especially when the going gets tough, to also affect the people around you and being that person that carries that little extra burden, which ignites the spark to keep going in others. That's amazing. But to me, consistency also stands for harmony. A sense of balance between who you are and what you stand for. You know, consistent people know what they want to do in life, where they want to go, and what path they want to take. And with this, I don't mean that they have the perfect playbook lined up with every move already played out in their heads. I mean that they know whether or not they're willing to take certain shortcuts to get there or undermine, or perhaps manipulate others, or change their personality just to appease someone in a position of influence or power. Consistent people consistently stay true to themselves, are not shaken up by others, and stay true to their cores and their principles. So yeah, there are countless sources we can draw inspiration from, which is why I wholeheartedly believe that not only do we not have to wait for outstanding individuals or rocks or keynote speakers to inspire us to finally take action, 
but we can be the ones to inspire others on a daily basis as well. There just aren't any excuses. So yeah, I invite you to think about this because the more I thought about this, the more avenues of potential inspiration appeared in front of me. You know, I gotta be honest, this has been such a fun episode for me to prepare that I'll probably do a deep dive on this topic sometime in the future in some way or another. But hey, please feel free to reach out with pointers or general remarks because, you know, I always love hearing from you. Anyway, I invite you to open your eyes and you'll see how many amazing things are out there that can truly inspire you to take that next or perhaps even first step in improving your life and consequently the life of the people around you. Thank you so much for listening and you know how it goes. As always, be well, stay curious and don't be afraid to leave your bubble. Hi there. Thanks for listening to Leave the Bubble. If you like what you hear and would like to support this podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash philipcarbaum to become a patron. Also, check out my website at www.philipcarbaum.com where you can sign up to the newsletter and find Leave the Bubble themed products in our webshop. Lastly, if you think of someone who can benefit from or you believe would also enjoy our episodes, please share it. Personal recommendations are always the best way to grow the podcast. Once again, thank you for listening. Until next time.